Looking for a new job? Or recruiting new talent? Kickstart your search on RecruitIreland.com, where people make better connections. Job seekers, find your perfect match with in-depth company profiles and handy career advice. Recruiters, advertise your jobs and showcase your company across Ireland's trusted media network. RecruitIreland.com. Jump on to take off. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh my God. Ross, totaled back. He's reading a book, and I mean that quite literally. He doesn't own a TV like normal people. Yeah, no, that'd be too obvious for Fionn. He's also listening to classical music. I can hear it from outside. Every so often he looks up from his book and sort of like smiles to himself. Like he's just heard, I don't know, a note that he especially loves. What a complete and utter jeb end. I'm watching him through the living room window of the little gaff he's renting in Windsor Court, just off Stradbrook Road in Black Rock. It's like half ten at night and he has the lights on and the curtains open, which means I can see in, but he can't see out. I'm trying to see what the book he's reading is. I don't know why. I doubt if I'll have ever heard of it. I've read four books in my entire life and three of them were Brian O'Driscoll's autobiography. He picks up his phone. I'm guessing that Surika is ringing him because he suddenly looks at his screen and his face lights up. Then he turns off the music and, using the little remote control, he's grinning like a dog shitting a peach stone. But his expression quickly changes once he answers. And it's obvious that Surika is telling him that I'm on my way to see him. And that she told me about the two of them having sex. And that he's about to be subjected to a decking to end all deckings. He hangs up, a big worried look on his face, walks over to the window and looks out into the darkness. Then he draws the curtains, which is a bit rude, so I take that as my cue to kick the front door down. Yeah, no, I show it the sole of my right doob three times in quick succession. We're talking boom, we're talking boom, we're talking boom. And even though it doesn't actually open, there's definitely movement in it. Then I hear him gibbering away in the hallway, pleading with me not to hurt him. Ross, he goes... It was one night, and we both agreed it shouldn't have happened. That's what Surika said. Then she wanted the three of us to sit down and, direct quote, discuss it like mature adults. <laughs> but that's not how the Rossmeister General rolls. Never will be. Ten seconds after she told me the news, I took off in the car, with her following me in her old man's 2007 Hyundai Santa Fe. I reckon if I can get through this door, I'll have about five minutes to do whatever I want to the dude before Surika gets here. And that should be plenty of time. I kick the door a fourth time, and this time I hear the sound of wood splitting. Ross, Fionn goes, a note of definite fear in his voice now. We, we were working together 20 hours a day on the election. We shared a passion for the issues facing Dublin Bay South, a Donnybrook Fair for Ranella, 
free Invisalign braces for mothers over 40 and the restoration of the right turn onto Aylesbury Road from Merrion Road northbound. And we confuse those feelings for something else. It happens, Ross. It's called campaign sex. I'm there. She was my wife. And he goes, you were getting divorced. That's irregardless, I go, just to show him that I'm capable of using big words. She's still my technically wife. You've been separated for nearly a year, Ross. She was free to be with whomever she wanted. Whomever? Okay, I'm not having that. I kick the door again. This time it finally gives way and I move towards him with my right fist loaded and ready to deploy. I go, this is called payback, Fionn, and it's pronounced fuck you, which is a genuinely clever line that just comes to me in the moment. But just as I'm about to deliver the punch, he surprises me by producing a small fire extinguisher from behind his back and he lets me have it full in the face. I'm suddenly like blinded by foam and that allows him to slip past me and out the front door, running like a cat in fingless on Halloween night. I manage to clear my eyes and I happen to notice the book he was reading on the floor in the hallway, The Complete Dramatic Works of Samuel Beckett. I told you, haven't a fucking clue. Back outside I go. I can't see him anywhere, but then I hear a car engine spluttering to life and I spot his Toyota fucking Prius backing out of a parking space about 50 feet away from me. I reach it just as he's completing the manoeuvre and I literally dive onto the front of the thing. So now I'm lying on the bonnet of a car and I'm staring through the front windscreen at this so-called friend of mine who has committed the ultimate betrayal. I will never, ever forgive him for this. And I'm a genuinely forgiving person, especially when it comes to anyone who plays or has played the beautiful game. Rob Carney is a prime example of what I'm talking about. Whenever we run into each other, it's always the same story. We spend the first five minutes pushing and shoving each other, making threats and saying unbelievably hurtful things about one another's schools. Then it's suddenly forgotten and we're hugging it out and laughing and joking and talking the common language of the people's game. It actually happened a few weeks ago in the homeware department of Brown Thomas. Rob was returning an Aerochino Plus milk frother to the Nespresso store because it was stainless steel and he decided to make the colour theme for his kitchen vanilla cream. I'd popped in to use the jacks, a shit and run, as I said to the dude in the coat and the top hat as he held the door open for me. I saw Rob as I was reaching the top of the escalator, shouted something admittedly slanderous about Klongo's Then the next thing anyone knew, the fucker had me in a headlock and the girls working the Remova luggage concession stand were literally running for cover. By the time the security staff made it up to the third floor, we were sitting in the restaurant sharing an Italian antipasti platter for two. Rob was telling me what a genuine loss I was to the game and I'd agreed to take the milk frother off his hands for exactly what he paid for it. Oh, rugby. But there will be no such forgiveness for Fionn. This is too big for that. I'm there. We played on the same Leinster School Senior Cup team. I swear to fuck. He goes, what does that even mean? And I'm thinking, okay, he's actually making it worse for himself here. I'm there. It means we live by a code. And he's like, what code? Ross, you've slept with every girlfriend I've ever had. Which isn't true. There was that ginger girl with the Coca-Cola bottle lenses who he went out with when he was in Trinity. She wasn't nice at all. I only got off with her. He goes, you even slept with my sister and broke up our marriage. Well, for once, I went with my urges. And you want to know something? I'm like, don't say it. I loved it, Ross. Get out of the car or I'll smash this fucking windscreen. I loved every second of it. And so did Surika. I don't want to hear it. 
She said it was a change to be with someone who was a considerate lover. I hit the windscreen with my elbow, but it just slides off. He goes, she said she'd never been with anyone who was so concerned with her pleasure. What kind of a way is that for a man to talk? I'm there, open the door, or I swear to fuck, I will smash. I bring my elbow down on the windscreen again, like it's an opposition player acting the dick in a ruck, and this time it actually cracks. I watch the shock register on the fucker's face. One more blow, and I'll be through it. So he panics then, and he puts his foot on the accelerator. He takes off, well, insofar as you can take off in a fucking plug-in hybrid, with me sprawled across the bonnet and holding onto the windscreen wipers for dear life. Now I'm the one who's suddenly scared because the dude has obviously lost it out of genuine fear. As he reaches the junction with Strabrook Road, he slams on the brakes to try to throw me off, but I grab onto his wing mirror to stop myself falling, then I give the windscreen another bang with my elbow. This time it shatters in like a million pieces. I suddenly hear a woman's screams. At first, I think it must be Fionn, but it ends up being Surika, who is pulled up outside Rockford Manor, fucking dog food manor, and is shouting, Stop it! Stop it! out of the driver's window of her old man's car. I totally blank her. I can't believe she'd say that I was an inconsiderate lover. I'm both hurt and genuinely surprised. I reach through the broken windscreen and I try to punch Fionn in the face, but he puts his foot down again and turns the wheel left and I have to make another grab for his wing mirror as he tears up Strabrook Road towards the roundabout with me hanging onto the front of his car like in a movie with Matt Damon in it. As we reach the end of the road, I try to aim another punch at him, but he pulls the wheel right this time and takes the roundabout at like 40 k's per hour with me scrabbling to stay on. He's still trying to justify what he did, by the way. He's there. You didn't want her, Ross. If you did... You wouldn't have had sex with that woman in Glenageary. It was technically dorky, I go. It was on the border. Sirica suddenly driving behind us, beeping her horn, trying to get Fionn to pull over, except he doesn't. Instead, he starts doing circuits of the roundabout, five I count, until, dizzy and feeling like I'm going to vom, I manage to finally reach through the smash windscreen and rip his glasses from his face. That ends up being the key play. Instantly blinded, he leaves the roundabout, mounts the curb, and with me still holding on for dear life, manages to slam the car into a wall. Luckily for him, I managed to roll clear just before the point of impact. His car ends up being totaled, and I'm talking like, totally totaled? Surika parks and comes charging over to us, going, Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Although I suspect she's secretly flattered to have two men fighting over her. I'm too fucked to do anything, though, and so is Fionn. He opens the door on the driver's side and just falls out onto the grass. I'm lying about ten feet away, too sore and too tired to even move. What the fuck is wrong with you? He goes. And I'm there. Circus pregnant, dude. And she doesn't know which one of us is the father. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 